episode 293 of Nerds Idea. I'm Jordan. You're Andrew. Hello! This is coming out on the 13th, but it's not a Friday, unfortunately. That would be in, in keeping with our show, because we're, we're breaking convention a little bit. Usually on bonus episodes where we have more than one movie, we kind of throw out the other conventions of our, of, uh, of our format. But this week, we're doing it all. Because of that, there will not be a discussion. These are all movies that have been out for at least a week, at least a week, if not multiple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just so you know, right at the top, we will be getting into spoilers, one hundred percent. We'll be talking about everything about the movies. Uh, those movies are, of course, Lights Out, Don't Breathe, and Morgan. And we we grouped them together like that because they are horror movies. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. They all came out around each other, mm-hmm. which is rare. We've talked about it before. There's usually a nice flow to the movies that come out. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, movies in the same genre don't cannibalize each other's sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are all out together um, and right, you know, a month before Halloween. So, so we're going to talk about them individually and then kind of compare them and say, you know, what did what best and, and see how they, how they work together as horror movies. And, uh, of course, before that, we'll have the box office. We'll have our new releases. After the reviews, we'll talk about, uh, you know, we'll do our little guest ending segments, and we'll try and figure out what we're going to see next week. And, uh, but you know what? Why don't you just count me down? I don't want to go to number 10. A sausage party? Because you might feel number 9. Hell or high water, which is what the moms feel in, a, in number 8. <laughs> Bad moms, because they did not know about number 7. Pete's Dragon, who was not defeated by number six. Kubo and the Two Strings, uh, who was best friends with number five. Robinson Crusoe, who wanted to join number four. Suicide Squad, because he number three. Don't breathe, because of number two. When the bow breaks, uh, but the baby was named number one. Sully. Sully. Uh, so I I noticed this before the show, but I mm-hmm. wanted to save it for during the show. Okay. So the number five film here, mm-hmm. you have titled Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. I've heard it under a different title. So have I. When I saw a trailer for this movie, mm-hmm. it was a different name, mm-hmm. which is weird. The Wild Things? The Wild Things. Am I, did I get that? Yeah. Okay. And it was like super close to Wild Things. And yeah. I was like, what is going on here? And also, though, I mean, there was a... So this is some kind of animated children's yes. film from some company you, that I've never heard have of. Have you seen the trailer? No. It has the worst animation of any animated oh, it from film the same? I've ever seen. It might be then from the same people that did that one about the snow snow bear. I think That's so. That's what I call it now, a snow bear. Snow bear? Yeah. You know those white bears that live in the north? They're snow bears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, polar bears? <laughs> snow bears. Okay. Uh, and yes, it was. it's actually called The Wild Life. Oh, excuse me. And it's, it's about Robinson Crusoe from the animal's perspective. Sure. Uh, can, can we get a check? What, what, was that, what was that movie about the polar bear? Norm of the North. Norm of the North. Is it the same company? Because that animation in that trailer, oh boy, that looked bad. So I look up... I don't even know how to look. Production company or distributed? Not distributed, but Production company. Production company. Hopefully. N-Wave Films. Ooh. And they have done... Nothing. Happy Family. Oh, boy. The Magic House 4D. Sammy 2. 
does not look like a lot, my friend. Do you think they're trying to capitalize on this uh, child filmless time? I mean, besides Pete's Dragon, of course. Yeah. Or Kubo? I guess Kubo's a kid. You know, that's the thing about Leica movies is that they trick me because they're, they're kids' movies, but they're but in my brain they're better. They're way better, and they're stop motion. Yeah. Uh, no, these this is their last movies were Robinson Crusoe uh-huh. or The Wildlife, uh-huh. uh, The House of Magic, which is also a bunch of anthropomorphic animals. Sure. Uh, Sammy and Sammy Two 3D, also anthropomorphized animals. Yeah. Stop me if you heard this one. Uh, Fly Me to the Moon. Not animals. Hey, that was... Uh, Martians. Oh, that was... I thought they were like bugs. Yeah, they're like bug... I think they're Martians. I think they're, I think they're flies. Martians. Like literal flies go to the they moon. They do have wings. So they... All right, well, insects. I remember that film when it came out. And then the wild card here in the bunch, African Safari 3D. Well, sure. Which is just a 3D movie about African, African animals. Safari. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. And it's from a hot air balloon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this is a, this is a weird top 10. Weird. So weird. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Uh, this, I mean, this is what happens. Is it just, this is just the months And the numbers are low. Oh, super low. Last, last week was the lowest, like I've seen in forever. Mm -hmm. 66.8 last week. And this week it's barely breaking that with 81.6. That's just because of Sully. That's just because of Sully. It'd be even less without Sully. Yeah. If you take 20 million off of there, it would actually be less mm-hmm. which is what i think would be at if sully didn't come out mm-hmm. oh man yeah it's a real it's a toughie uh, oh, it's not good movies are i mean some of these are good but it's just like yeah there are good movies on this list it's just no one's going no one's going it's because school started yeah everyone's working hard because their parents are the kids aren't home mm-hmm. they're doing other stuff uh it's been really warm and then the weather's been nuts mm-hmm. i think it's just a bunch of different things like september's a weird month anyway and uh, I don't think movies are re- like movies people want to see aren't going to be coming out till next month. Yeah, that's for sure. The I mean the big um, God. When does La La Land come out? Uh, to not soon enough. Not soon mind. enough. Because uh, that's uh, I mean we're going to start seeing some like awards push. We're going to start seeing some good. Yeah, they're going to be coming out. Some real deep cut good movies that are going to going to make people want to go to the December second. God, we wait that long? So long, man. <sighs> That's insane. No, I can't do it. I'm out for time travel. Bye. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna freeze yourself? Uh, no, for, that's dumb. For, for, a, for a Nintendo Wii. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's man, movies, movies, movies. Yeah, I don't think are we still. Why, why, why are we still messing around with Susan? Yeah, I don't get it. I think I think it's just because these numbers are so here. low. Although I, it did jump two this week. I yeah. noticed Pre- last week it was number two. This mm-hmm. week it's number four. Yep. It's going to start dropping yep. real fast. Mm-hmm. And that couldn't have happened soon enough. You know what? I Okay. I have the privilege to have found a film mm-hmm. uh, called Sinister Squad. And this is a, a one of those cheapy knockoff yeah. versions mm-hmm. uh, that you hear about. Yeah. And I believe I'm going to watch that before Suicide Squad. I'm going to watch... The knockoff before the real deal. This is like next level. Yeah. Like this I'm is just. Very, I'm happy to do it. This is vindic. You're you've moved past the point of ambivalence, and now it's just like vindictive. Because because it exists and people delight in it, and that makes me unhappy. Okay. I'm the Grinch. I'm looking at the Who's in Whoville. 
they're all dancing around Jared Leto, and I'm saying no. I'm mm-hmm. saying, how do I destroy this and take away their mm-hmm. Christmas tree that is Jared Leto? You're saying, no, I will not save you to the city? Yeah. Okay, Rorschach. Yeah. <laughs> they will look up to me and, and ask for help, uh-huh. and I will say no. I'll sell them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God. Why does it right. exist? Let's, let's just, come on, new releases, new releases. What's coming out? We got... On DVD and Blu-ray, Captain America Civil War. We reviewed that on episode 275. We did, and we found it generally generally favorable. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't have the hate that some people... Uh, there's a big backlash that happened mm-hmm. uh, where people saw it and they enjoyed it, and then I think other superhero movies came out that were not as good, mm-hmm. and it made people think back and go, wait, let me think about things critically. and Because there was a nice... Marvel wave that everyone's been writing on, mm-hmm. you know, semi good movies, you know, nothing really bad that's just been coming out, and our excitement has climbed with the movie releases. Well, there's also a problem. There's mm-hmm. a problem. Superhero movies have a problem. Escalation. Uh, not just escalation, but this year, mm-hmm. and I, this this could be kismet. This could be fate. Mm-hmm. This could be coincidence. Yeah. This could be happenstance. Mm-hmm. Three superhero films were released this year part of building universes and mm-hmm. in each one of them part of the premise was that two people who were friends fight and then they find out that there is a third true enemy that they must defeat together yeah that's bad and that happened in all three of them mm-hmm. and that i mean out of the threes this was certainly the best yes it certainly pulled off that premise the best mm-hmm. uh but it just you know you start seeing the same picture over and over and you start to go hey wait a second that's the same picture. Yeah. And even if it's, you know, uh, Monet draws one of them and mm-hmm. then I draw the other one, you, mm-hmm. s- you still go, ah, Monet, you're a hack. You know, it's yeah. like, w- w- what are you going to do? It's, yeah, it's, it sucks. There's so and that's why I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. Oh, so am I. I, I hope it breaks tra- the mold. I saw that trailer again last night and it was so good. I hope it can pull something off mm-hmm. that it needs to, to freshen this whole superhero thing. Right. It does. Yeah. It does need something else. And I think... I think it is benefited by the fact that it's it's like reality stuff and not into the world stuff and well and, it could be into and the perception world stuff. <laughs> and well I mean yeah it's technically into the world because it's reality whatever yeah but uh but it's also magic mm-hmm. you know yeah, what I there's mean? some there's some weird stuff that's oh, gonna happen super weird and I'm ready for it yeah yeah it's give me something it's, different it's the same with Ant Man was mm-hmm. like. I mean, people say, oh, it was the first comedy, but it's it's not just that it was the first, like, one that had a comedic sensibility, mm-hmm. but it was very, it was much more personal. It Everything felt different, in that film and it was, was a, yeah. it was a heist movie. Mm-hmm. They just did things differently, and I, f- I feel like we're going to need that more and more. They can't just be the same cookie-cutter thing from mm-hmm. now on. We need to do things differently, or people are just going to not go anymore. Yeah, I There's mean, no reason to show up if it's the same as it was last time. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, why a lot of people were refreshed by uh, Guardians, because mm-hmm. it took place off Earth. Yep. It took place with you know weird characters, mm-hmm. weird situations, yep. all these crazy things happening. And it was super funny, yeah. and it had a fantastic soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I mean... That was the perfect movie in the middle of all this Marvel madness. Mm-hmm, Sorry, mm-hmm. Marvel madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to kind of break it up and and give people something something chewy and something not so heavy. You know yeah. what I mean? Because the three movies that came out this year, uh, comic book movies, were all super heavy too. Yeah, very. There was long. a lot of stakes. They were long. Very long. They were serious, more serious than they should have been. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. We need to remember to have fun in these while also saving the world, uh, and and I think I think having a movie about magic definitely helps. I mean, you and I were surprised by the Last Witch Hunter. 
Oh, yeah. And that that's ridiculous. That a movie like that can come out and feel refreshing when it's about an ancient warrior who's immortal that fight, fights witches. Like, yeah. that, that shouldn't be good. I th- I'm just a sucker for, like, fantasy. So. Yeah, so am I. You just so am I. You drop a little fantasy in yeah. a movie and I'm there. Yeah. You sign me up. Uh, you, know, you want to know what else came out in DVD what? Blu-ray? What, what? Pop Star. What? Never Stop, Never Stopping. Nice. Which we reviewed. 279. Yeah, we did. Mm. Uh, that was a good funny movie. Yeah, that was that was way funnier than I thought it was going to be. I was super glad you guys convinced me to see it. Yeah, and I think if if uh, if you go back and listen to that episode, you'll get some really good um, insight insight on uh, something that may be a deeper message in that film. Yeah, I really I'm still thinking about that. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good one. Yep. Uh, then moving on to TVD. Yep, because uh, they're b- dead format. Before we. Before uh, I say them, I want to preface, Jordan, you watch a lot of TV. A bit too much, one might say. Uh, you're always telling me about some new show mm-hmm. that you've started. And new, I mean new. Yeah. Like, you're you're on the cutting edge. Yeah. You're on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Of, you're telling me about Mr. Robot, and I went, ah, whatever. And then I watched it a year later, and now I'm, I'm, I'm in. Right. So I should have listened. S- several, several time articles and... and Twitter storms later, you're like, yeah. oh, maybe I should watch this. Maybe thing. I should watch this. Yeah. And now I love Christian Slater again. Oh, so I want to see him succeed. It's so good. I want to see him succeed. I've watched two episodes of season two, and the rest are just sitting on my DVR. I need yeah. to. I think that's what I'm going to do this week. Mm-hmm. Let's just sit down and watch it all. Uh, so anyway, coming out new on TVD, uh, we have a, a show that I forgot existed. Mm-hmm. It's called Madam Secretary season two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, Jordan, that you have watched none of this show. Not, you are correct. Not a single episode. Not a single episode. Um, I believe it's a CBS. Yeah. It's Tay Leone. Oh, she's adorable, too. Is Madam Secretary. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the plot. Yep, that's it. I think you want to know why I skipped this one? Why? Because politics are really shitty right now, mm. and that's all this is about. Oh, yeah. So. I don't blame you. It didn't just... Didn't. But definitely watch Veep if you've never. Oh no, Veep's Veep yeah. is first of all Veep's been on longer before all this crap started happening oh, yeah. in real life. But uh, Veep is a ray of sunshine, and you should also watch the show. I mean, it's a spiritual successor to the thick of it. The thick of it, mm-hmm. which is also it. incredible. Yeah. That's super funny. Wait, is the thick of it the show? And then because they made a movie of it, I don't. They know. did. They did a movie that was like kind of. Based it's, on it or a sequel yeah, or something. It's, it's, I mean, it's just a British version of this. Yeah. And, um, well, this is the American version of that. Whatever. This is the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, egg. Greater guy. Chicken. Egg, chicken. Chicken, egg. Whatever. Well, sometimes the chicken looks at the egg and says, without me, yeah. there'd be no you. And yep. the egg says, without me, there'd be no you. Right. Yeah. So. It's just a Mexican and they fight. Stand-off. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Everyone's got guns. That was what that movie was about. The yeah. chicken and egg movie that yeah. we didn't watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Something huevos was the name of the. I can't remember the name, but I had a fantastic picture with those eggs. It was like something con huevos. It was so crazy. Caballero con huevos. It was so crazy that we got on the set and I got it. I got to meet the the yeah. eggs and take a picture with them. Mm-hmm. It was a really good photo op. Uh, next up on TVD, a show called Quantico. I'm going to say you've watched at least some, uh-huh. and the rest of it's on your DVR. Uh, I haven't watched any of this show. Uh-huh. And that's because its marketing did a fantastic job of making me not want to watch it. Well, that's, that's interesting. Because instead of like highlighting the parts of the show which 
are about terrorism and and training to become an officer in this new and spy shit and spy stuff yeah. in this new age of you know domestic terrorism and and just a heightened level of 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 danger throughout the entire world. Mm-hmm. It was super soap opery. Oh yeah. And everything it showed on all the ads was they're sleeping with each other yeah. and it's super awkward in class. And uh-huh. no, that's high school bull crap and I don't care. Yeah. It was like, do you remember Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. This is that, but in the CIA. But they've got guns. They've got guns. I don't care. I just you made me not want to watch your show. Good yeah. job. That's uh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. I, there's enough drama in the real world. I don't need it in my TV shows. All right, so that's all the important stuff coming out. Go <laughs> yep. on uh, DVD, Blu-ray, go get DVD. Uh, go to your local video store to check those out. Uh, when we come back, we'll be doing our trio of reviews, starting with Lights Out. Lights Out. It's a movie. Directed by David F. Sandberg. Written by Eric heiser and it's based on the short film that David F. Sandberg did. Did you see that short film? Nope. I certainly did. And it's not really like this. Mm-hmm. The, the concept of the, of the character disappearing and appearing in shadows is, uh, is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the payoff is very different. Uh, but yeah. I mean, watch that short film. Not right now, because we're in a scary dark room. And I don't want to watch it. I don't want to even hear it. I don't even want to be near it when it's happening. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. This film stars Maria Bello, Teresa Palmer. That's about it. Billy yeah. Burke's there in the beginning, and that made me happy. And then he went away, and that made me sad. You're talking about the guy in the beginning? Yes. Yeah, he's That's he's Billy good, Burke. He's, he's a great actor. He's a fantastic art. He was on, uh, what's that show? Uh, where all the lights go out in the whole world. Oh, he's on. He was on Revolution. He was great on Revolution. Oh my god, he was fantastic. Maybe he was one of the reasons why I watched at least two episodes of that. Yeah, it was really. I can't good. Can't remember that show at all, though. Um, yeah, the the whole opening sequence of this film is is kind of a setup for what this villain creature, whatever you want to call it, can do. Um, and Billy Burke is amazing in it because he gets it, and I love it. Mm-hmm. He's he's he he makes sense and he's real. Oh, the lady who's in the in the beginning is from the short film. Oh. Uh, and she's she's featured prominently in the trailer. I remember, uh, and it's the same bit that's in the short film where she's flicking lights on and off, and there's suddenly there's someone there. Um, this film's weird. It's super weird, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, let's okay. I don't know how to break this down, but I'm going to try and break this down because okay. I, we're gonna we're gonna encounter this in some of our talk for the rest of these films that we're yes doing. we will. So horror films. I'm not an expert by any means on horror films, mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that I I for a long while I resisted them, mm-hmm. and I still have not seen what some people consider the classics, yeah. and I don't really revel in them. I don't I don't always enjoy them, uh, but we're having some kind of a a, a resurgence a resurgence yeah. where we're getting good ones again. Yeah. from from my perspective, right? I, I no, I agree with you. Yeah. I think I think they became super stale in the last ten years. We mm-hmm. just started getting remakes of Jason and Freddy Krueger, and mm-hmm. just they they were going back to the well and people didn't really have any good ideas. And then the strange thing was they started coming back in found footage movies. Yeah. And they, they took those aesthetics and the things that worked in those movies mm. and they put them into regular feature films and they've just, they've been working super well. Mm-hmm. And, and I come from a different background because I grew up like four or five years old watching 
Halloween, mm-hmm. watching all of the scary. Like I grew up on horror movies, and I I love the feeling of being scared. Mm-hmm. Like it's super fun, and uh, and it's I I think these movies that have come out in the last couple of years have been raising the bar again, mm-hmm. and it's really nice to have this resurgence. But unfortunately, and I think we're going to talk about this in some of these movies, they do follow a format still. Yeah. Oh yeah. For and sure. and they're apparent in all of these movies, but I'd love to hear like what you want to talk about first. But yeah, I, uh, in these horror movies, it's it kind of comes down to: is it a ghost? Mm-hmm. Is it oh, yeah. or what paranormal? Like what, ghost paranormal? What is it? Is it just a serial killer? Mm-hmm. Or is there a third category? Yeah, uh, supernatural. Yeah, supernatural because, that isn't, because isn't quite a ghost. Isn't quite a ghost. Yeah. is something else. They, and sometimes they transcend layers. Sometimes yeah. it's a serial killer who becomes a ghost. Right. Like Chucky, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that part of his and, thing? F- and Freddy, but he wasn't a serial killer. He was a, he was a child molester. Child molester. Uh, <laughs> we say that so matter of fact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, supernatural, you mean like demons or yes. hellfire or mm-hmm. whatever whatever else they can right, come up right, with. Right, right, uh, something, something that has to do with magic, but we never say the word magic. Yeah. Because yeah. that would make it silly, so we yeah. don't say that. So this one, um, I think, is a weird in-between space. I agree. In the sense that it's kind of a ghost, mm-hmm. but also maybe kind of something supernatural. It does something or really scientific? crazy. scientific? Two-thirds, yeah, two-thirds into the movie, <laughs> they say, yo, uh, we did an experiment, shit went crazy, and now she and the, lives and the pictures, in the darkness? The pictures that we see are not that her crispy body is yeah, there because yeah. it's okay. The p- part of the premise is that this, this, there was a young woman who was friends with the Maria the Bello mother, character, Sophie. And, uh, this young woman, uh, befriended her, her yeah. in a mental institution. Diana is Diana. this girl's name. Yeah. And th- she, but it wasn't quite, it was a mental institution and maybe a little bit more because this girl was sensitive to light, mm-hmm. very sensitive to and, light. And the reason why she was in the hospital is because they found her in a basement. Mm-hmm. She was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Her father uh, had written in his own blood on the wall that uh, that she gets into your head mm-hmm. and blew his brains out. Yeah. And they just found her in a basement. Mm-hmm. And then they sent her to this hospital because they didn't know what to do with her. She had this crazy skin disorder that was hypersensitivity to light that, yeah. would, that would mess up her skin. And, uh, and we find out later she also had the ability to mess with people's brains yeah. via some type of tele- telepathy or something. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, whatever treatment that they want to do, it's experimental treatment that's going to cure her it of was, her light sensitivity I mean, was basically just uh, overexposure. Overexposure, which which works in other things, yeah. like like if someone's afraid of of stuff, they they tend to surround that person to try and break that fear. Yeah, but it didn't make sense to me when it was an actual physical reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, think how would a, a I think their hypothesis their hypothesis was that it wasn't a true physical reaction? Oh, it was like uh, what's it called? The thing that Watson has, um, yeah, where it's psychosomatic, it, psychosomatic, yeah. where it's in your brain, so you exhibit physical mm. responses even yeah. though it's in your head. Yeah, but her skin was melting. Yeah, so, so <laughs> I don't think the brain could do that. And it wasn't that when they did the the experiment that there was a charred body left behind or an actual pile of dust. It, it was that it looked she like went, Pompeii. It, it looked like, like there was a volcanic eruption and yeah. her her outline was on the chair. Yeah, and, and there was like little pieces of charred whatever. Yeah. But it wasn't that she died so much as she disappeared. Yeah, it actually into said, the shadows. It said disappeared on one of the headlines, yeah. and then there was an obituary like, "There's no body, but she's dead." Yeah, 
and so this this kind of comes out as the fact that in a in a dark shadow mm-hmm. she can exist. It's mm-hmm. when light is there that she. But it's not even that she stops existing. It's that like she cannot. She can't interact with it because it will hurt her. Yeah. But because she exists solely in a shadow plane, mm-hmm. instead of it killing her, the lights, it just kind of banishes her. Yeah. And she can't be in that space anymore. Yeah, she doesn't want to be And there. it does something super interesting that it uh, it sets up a rule at the very beginning of the movie that it breaks, and that pissed me the hell off. Oh, what? Uh, he locks himself in a room at the very beginning of the movie, uh-huh. and she has to open the door to get in there with him. Yeah. Later in the movie, the the daughter and the and the brother, the uh-huh. brother and sister, are yeah. in the basement. Yeah, they are locked in the basement. Mm-hmm. There's no other way in the basement. Uh-huh. Somehow she gets down there. Oh, that's true. When she's up with the mom, yeah, it breaks its own rule. Yeah, and that's the. Uh, I mean, that's the only time it does it. I'm gonna say it gets a little fuzzy with some of the other rules. Yeah, because the I've, I, I found I found the black light to be super interesting. Yeah. And and it could have been used to cool effect, mm-hmm. but it never really goes anywhere. Yeah, I didn't really understand why that, what difference that made. I mean, it infrared makes infrared light. Yeah, infrared light. Like but, if she if if she physically exists on another spectrum, mm-hmm. then the white light would make it so you can't see her, uh-huh. or that she doesn't exist there. But the blue light, the infrared light, but would I, make it I so wonder you could if she see could her. see... And it, if it made her physical, like, that's super interesting. Mm-hmm. But... I, I just wondered if she could see the effects of the black light on herself. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I think it made... Or based she, on what happened, uh-huh. I mean, she's always physical in the darkness, because yeah. she interacts with environments yeah. and with people. Mm-hmm. Uh but I think I think it solidifies her almost hmm. because they're that's the only time she's ever hurt by light is when she's in that form. There's a weird noise, but it was right? an ambulance or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell where it was coming do you, from. Do you want to turn on a light because it's steadily getting darker in here? Yeah, it is. It really is. I'll turn it on in a minute. Okay. So <laughs> it'll add some drama to the proceedings mm-hmm. for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah. Movies. Um, I don't know. It's it's. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it definitely broke that rule, and then it kind of plays with some other rules of what... Because I also don't understand... There's there's parts where she goes to interact with the daughter who lives in an apartment separate mm-hmm. from the mother in right. the big house, which mm-hmm. is kept dark all the time. Mm-hmm. So she only at night she can cross... I suppose She can so. just like go out yeah. into the darkness During of the, the day, night. She can't. Yeah. And then also seemed like sometimes she could affect turning off lights, and other times she yes, couldn't. that was weird, how yeah. she could just make lights, which... Which makes sense if she's in the darkness and she finds a power source like a box and yeah. destroys it. Yeah. But uh, during like the final, you know, big confrontation of the movie, mm-hmm. she turns off all the lights in a whole block. Mm-hmm. I guess she went to a transformer somewhere and broke it. Also, it, it always kind of bothers me how these ghosts, their supernatural things, have like superhuman strength. Yeah. They always seem to be able to pick up, pick up, be able up to humans. fly, just like pick yeah. up humans. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, or or yeah, like uh, have Spider Man cling to the wall ability. Yeah, she's like, on she's on the ceiling for some reason. Uh, you know, it gets tiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I just initially, and I don't know if I've I I've changed my mind on this. I don't think I have. I I found the ending to be kind of bad or bullshit. Yeah, it was anticlimactic, and it was just. I don't even care that it's anticlimactic. I just the literal answer to this film is when your problems are that bad, kill yourself. Yeah, that's a really bad movie. Because, okay, they set up the idea that that 
Diana only exists because she's existing within the mind. It, that it is not that she is physically crossed into a shadow plane. Uh-huh. That she exists within the mind she's of this anchored. crazy woman. She's anchored to Sophie. Yeah, this woman who has seriously gone through some shit. Yeah, and you know that and started off young with depression. Yeah, so she started off in a place where she was dealing with mental illness, mm-hmm. and then has gone through a lot of traumatic. And now events both of her husbands have been murdered because of by this, woman. this thing. Yeah. so she's. And and it, it's in Diana's best interest to keep her crazy. Mm-hmm. So she's the person making her life worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And so her killing herself kills off Diana. Uh-huh. And yet I, I think that's dumb. I think, I think that's dumb. And also I think the message of kill yourself when your shit gets too hard is yeah. also bad. I don't like, there's an implicit message there. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, there's, I don't understand if she exists within a shadow realm as we've mm-hmm. seen. Yeah. And if she's only in the mind of this character, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm, so she I'm just very disappears glad. when she takes pills, I guess? Right? I'm very glad that they didn't do a bullshit thing at the very, very last second where it's like, there's still a little darkness. Yes. Because that, I would have just been like, well, that was pointless. Yeah. She killed herself for nothing. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's better now. Yeah. It's, um, there's a... Uh, I mean, I would have enjoyed it if they'd like used the black light in order to make her solid and then killed her that way. Or even just while the black light's on her, shoot her. Yeah. Just, right. Yeah. Because she can be touched. Yeah. She can, you can interact with her. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, just, it just, a lot of it didn't make sense. Just Diana disappearing for large swaths of, of time, both in the movie and in the general plot of her, like, of, of Sophie being better. And then she's not again. And now Diana's back. Also, this is, uh, uh, a a thing that I think about sometimes in movies. What happens after? Yeah. So essentially, yeah. What do the the cops say? The police are not going to believe that a shadow creature they, then they then they believe that sophie killed the cops then right then that's what they believe yeah that this crazy woman killed these cops like dragged them around or whatever yeah. and then, took out their eyes yeah crazy yeah i i find that to be hard to believe and then all the writing they're gonna general. find in the basement yeah because of 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 uh, diana writing all that stuff in blood yeah i don't know it just it's it's one of those i don't know yeah I kind of well, like being able to. When I first saw it, I, I just dug, as it's 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 grown the opposite. I don't if, know. If you think about it too much, it's super easy to tear it apart. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Base level, it's pretty good. Like her talking in those tapes, her talking in the dark to different people, like yeah. finding out that she can speak was super. It made it creepier for yeah. some reason. It made it worse. Yeah. Um, like this was a sentient creature and not just a malevolent demon. Yeah. That that was crazy mm-hmm. to me, and and I think. There was a lot of opportunity here, and and I just think the writing got super lazy at the end. Mm-hmm. Like that black light would have changed everything. Yeah, it would have given them a way to fight, and it really did. But then it just fell apart. Mm-hmm. I also thought, I mean, and I don't know if maybe this was uh, they were trying to go the opposite way of of the of the convention, mm-hmm. but I thought that that random guy was going to die. Yeah, like that felt pretty easy to me yeah i went oh like i was on i was at one point anticipating Mm -hmm. his death scene there's like a scene where he says where he says oh i'm gonna go downstairs and i was like oh you're not coming back up ever again you're dead and he lived Mm -hmm. he made it yeah he's the one who saves them and it's like it's another uh the flip of the coin from the like oh you know if your problems are too bad you know and you're depressed kill yourself Mm -hmm. the other side of the coin is that you know this is a happy family well you know relatively this is a Mm -hmm. family unit that will exist Mm -hmm. you know it's a it's a husband or a man and a woman yeah with a child and that's that's what so or what diana was trying to destroy this whole time Mm -hmm. it's like how stupid i don't know right 
and and it's also this weird thing where i don't know like we don't get a lot of time to get to know the guy yeah and i don't know if he's ready for a kid mm-hmm. he was also uh to me had the look of um oh, what is that guy's name he's now in like every single movie mm-hmm. he's he was a low rent version of of that actor i'm gonna pull him up real quick are you talking about the guy from game of thrones is he in game of thrones no 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 no, no. uh not khaleesi's uh, lover boy uh, no, he was, he was the ex-husband in Joy, oh, and he's in that new boxing yeah. movie. With yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 I know who you're talking about. He looks like a low-rent version of Bradley Cooper. Nope. Thanks, <laughs> IMDb. Wrong Joy actor. IMDb, you're Edgar Ramirez. Yeah. He looked like Edgar Ramirez, right. but kind of like... He was wore, whiter. Not as, yeah. Not, not as Edgar Ramirez-y. Yeah. It, it was, was like, the white we need, version. We need someone who looks like Edgar Ramirez. Who can we get? Uh, oh boy, is he low on this list? Where is he on this list of actors? Oh, here he is. Alexander de Pierce plays Brett. Anyway. Yeah, it's a... I mean, that's good casting on mom and daughter, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Teresa Palmer, I don't know where she's been. I thought she was in a Transformers movie, but then I found out I was wrong. Yeah, it's probably good for her. But now she's going to be in everything. Yeah, and this this is the time for Crazy Moms. I mean, it worked in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's working here. Yeah, I don't know for for a premise that had so much promise. Premise promise. I feel like it, it just super fell apart at the yeah, end. Yeah, it really did. Because it, it it did a good job of keeping the stakes high, of of keeping the tension up. Uh, you know, you, uh, the the actors, uh, the the characters in the movie never felt safe anywhere. Um, but it just there, you know, it's not perfect. Hmm. Feeling peckish this midnight? Set your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinera podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest in sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinera sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appetit. <laughs> Go ahead and read the, the details for Don't Breathe, and I'm going to turn on the light. Okay. Uh, this is Don't Breathe. Uh, we have... Where's the director? Uh, Fede Alvarez. Uh, he did another movie that I heard people talking about that people liked. What was that? Uh, yep, he did... Um the remake of uh, Dead, Dead, Evil Dead, Evil Dead. Yeah, and I heard that uh, while that wasn't super good, mm-hmm. you could see the source of some of the camera techniques that were really cool in this movie. Yeah, Sam Sam Raimi produced Don't Breathe. Yeah, uh, I so saw that. I was he like, definitely what? he had faith in him. So who's in it? Uh, Stephen Lang oh, plays so the the old man. Mm-hmm. Jane Levy, Dylan yep. Minnette, old ghost what's it called goosebumps kid yep. ghostbumps is what i'm calling it yeah i saw him and i went goosebumps yeah and uh daniel zavato's in there a little bit i guess mm-hmm. money money's in there a bit who money oh that's his name yeah yeah <laughs> i forgot that was his name they did have silly kind of silly nicknames yeah rocky money and then alex yep poor alex right mm-hmm. that's a real bummer yeah let's just say at the top poor alex yeah uh <laughs> this this now Here's a film that uh, I, I not until the end I don't I don't think 
I mean, I hoped it wasn't what it was, but it does that thing where it shows a, a oh, middle end you mean, part you mean in the beginning. In media res? Yeah, but not even Which, in media res. It just literally shows one part of a scene. From the end of the movie. And then jumps back. And I think, I think if you took that scene and just put it where it's at in the movie, yeah. it would have had the same effect. Yeah, I don't think it needed to be at the it beginning. It added nothing yeah. except, uh, hey, guess what? Old guy's super crazy. Yeah. Which I, which I think would have been better if you didn't know that going in. Like, if you hadn't yeah. seen a trailer to this movie mm-hmm. and you just started watching, you'd be on well, the no, blind guy's side. I think even side. if you'd seen the trailer, it's still kind of it does a, a, good bit, job. a bit fuzzy. Yeah. In the sense of, like, no, maybe this, he did something wrong, but we don't know what. Yeah, and, and like... Yeah, he killed one of the people, but they're invading his house with yeah. weapons. Like, yeah, he has it's, the right. It's the he, I love. It, yeah, whenever Alex is like, was like, no, you don't understand. This now makes it a federal whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like and he, would, he can legally kill us. Yeah, which spoilers. Yeah, he murders people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, he murders a couple of people. I think I think the movie would have been better if you because. It automatically says, no, this guy's bad because mm-hmm. he's dragging a woman down the street. Yeah. There's no way that you can construe that as a good thing. Mm-hmm. That is a bad thing. So you know going in, this guy's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it would have been far more interesting if, you know, up until a certain point, which we'll talk about, yeah. you were on his side. Yeah. I mean, maybe. It's uh, For me, that doesn't really matter. I, I like the idea of the film hinting at, as it did with the dog in the first time when they kind uh-huh. of encounter him, that he's he's more than he looks. Yep. I like the hint of that, mm-hmm. where, because uh, the, what's his name, Money, is just saying, oh, no, he's blind, whatever, we'll just go in, take what we want, who cares? Yeah. And uh, Alex is, of course, the cautious one. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of get that mix, and then to, to tease us with the idea of that this blind man might be more than what we even suspect, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. But that went too far. I had, in fact, hoped... That it would it would be revealed that he was not dragging the main girl character, the other but, one, but some other girl that we didn't know about, mm-hmm. which we later do find out about. Yeah, but it wasn't. In fact, it is the exact girl character that we meet two seconds later. If if it was the woman that we find about later, mm-hmm. and that scene that we see at the beginning mm-hmm. is actually before the movie, yeah, yes, and him just months before, yeah, uh, seven months before, yeah, <laughs> math it out, six, six or seven months before, um. If that was that, mm-hmm. that would have been crazy. And it also would have actually said something because, I mean, they the kids say, oh, this neighborhood's dead, uh-huh. but literally a man dragging a woman's body down the street with and, no reaction, and that no, no means the neighborhood's dead. Yes. That and means that, this is a scary place even outside, even outside of the house. Outside of the house, yes. This and is a bad place. I would have been into that. Yes. But it was neither. No. Nope. Uh, but I think despite that, it was really good oh it's incredible it's a real ride it's an incredible movie yeah and i think on top the audio and the cinematography mm-hmm. are top notch mm-hmm. it was i mean that movie theater there was a lot of people in there mm-hmm. and everyone was just you know holding the seats with tension it was it's incredible and just beautiful the way they showed the way they showed like parts of the house that i didn't expect like when it shows him in the top and then it goes through and you can see all the layers of the house yeah like the way they use the camera to point at places and objects of and i think unless you're someone who's learned about film Mm -hmm. you're not going to notice they're Mm -hmm. just going to be things like oh look at that window as we're going through the kitchen and because we've 
you know, we know about film, yeah. that means that's important. That's every single oh, time yeah. it shows something that is not has to do with the characters in that scene, that's going to be important later. Oh, that's yeah. and it does that constantly. Oh yeah, it is constantly telling you, yo, we're coming back here, mm-hmm. and something's going to happen here. I do enjoy that. Pretty much every part of the house is used. used in different scenes yeah. and in different ways, and in ways that are kind of tense and exciting mm-hmm. and not always like new but different. Yeah, um, you feel like you're you're using the entire place. Yeah. In this yeah, movie. They trash that whole house. Yeah. That's a real, ooh, it's a real ride, mm-hmm. this movie. Um, I, 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 and I, I kind of saw it coming, but I loved it still. Mm-hmm. When they get down to the basement, so they, they see this woman that's been kidnapped. Right. Um, part of the backstory of the old man is that... Um, his daughter a, was a killed rich, in uh, manslaughter. Yeah. It was a car accident, but it killed his daughter, uh-huh. and the rich woman got off. Yeah. Uh, and then now he is exacting revenge by kidnapping her. Yeah, but he he accepts a settlement beforehand. Yeah, which yeah. makes me think, what do her parents think? Mm, yeah. Like, a, is she away at college or something? Like, it never right. says yeah, it never like quite says, why they're not actively looking for yeah, her, especially since it had been in several months. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one little tiny plot hole. That but yeah, of, but. Uh, and then it's minor. D- I, I kind of, uh, it's a fun, oh, there's so many layers. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get to the fun, please, the part please. that I was Go excited about, Go through it. which was, so they save her, mm-hmm. they're running out, they unlock that door, mm-hmm. the, the trap door, mm-hmm. open it up and he's outside yeah. waiting for them. Yeah. Which that I kinda, was, I mean, ooh, it's, it's that, amazing, that was good. but it showed him going the, down the ladder before uh-huh. and that bothered me. Like why show us that? No, unless you trick us to trick, but why? And I you think maybe to, he got down there and he and he went. Oh, I can get him faster but, going around but it's, the other way. But I think it'd be better and not so. You wouldn't feel the hand of the director uh-huh. if he just opened the door to the basement and looked down, and then it cut. Yeah, because then yeah. it looks like he's going down, but he's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That that kind of bothered me a little bit. But that scene no. is incredible. I love that. Oh, it was I so loved good. Loved it. What 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 is great about. Uh, the writing in this movie is mm-hmm. everyone does what is in their best interest. Yeah. Everyone is smart. Everyone is figuring out how to survive in this situation. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing to happen in any horror movie, let alone this type of thriller movie, mm-hmm. uh, is is a person doing something stupid or something you wouldn't do. Yeah. Like, as soon as that happens, it takes you out of the film. Yeah. And they're all smart people yeah. trying to survive. Yeah. It's it's incredible. They're smart people with like insane odds because yeah. there's there's at least two scenes where it's they have a handful of keys and they're trying mm-hmm. to unlock locks yeah. and I'm just like oh my god that's insane why do you have like twenty keys mm-hmm. for ten locks what is yeah. going on here yeah uh, but that's something that's like if this old man was that crazy yeah he'd have all those mm-hmm. locks and all those yeah. keys I mean when um, you find out why everything is locked up the way it is yeah of course he does yeah. and I knew something was in that basement well because yeah. the locks on the wrong side yeah. Yeah, you don't put a lock on the outside of a door unless you're keeping something in. Yeah, uh, I and, also, and why? Why did he only have one lock on the on the hatch, hmm. and like fourteen locks on the other side? Do you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because the dog lived right there. Oh. She wouldn't be able to get past the dog. Oh yeah. As soon as she tried to open it, the dog would start barking. Yeah, that's true. So it all makes sense. Yeah, uh, I and I especially love that. I feel like there was a double turn because he had that girl kidnapped and whatever, and mm. I thought. I thought, oh, he's just crazy. He wants a daughter. This is mm-hmm. his new daughter. Mm-hmm. And then she dies, and then he's all sad. And I was like, okay, wait a second. And then they reveal that he got her pregnant. Yep. He said, artificial insemination. She's, she's gonna make give me a new daughter. And mm-hmm. I went, oh 
fuck. That scene was insane. Yeah, dude. and then and then I didn't even realize. So he he doesn't kill because we believe that the last one alive is, uh, is Rocky. Little, yeah, Jane Jane Levy. And she's alone down there. And I thought I thought oh so he's not killing her. Oh shit! Like it just everything got she's, real she's fucked up. She's the replacement. It got real. Oh man, it messed was up a, in a whole new way. Yeah. It. And but but you skipped over you skipped over what I think is maybe the most incredible scene in the whole movie or the most shocking scene what, what? the 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 uh, the infrared scene what? in the basement when he turns off the power oh, yeah. to the house which okay here's one thing that bothered me so why did the, that bother you in the no no, no in the trailer uh-huh. when they show so they're showing um, so I think it's kind of important the this this character doesn't talk a lot mm-hmm. uh, when he first encounters the burglars. He talks a little bit because he's like, hey, who are you? Get out. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's pretending to be meek. Yeah. And then he's fairly silent for most of the rest of the film because he believes he's alone. Mm-hmm. And then once he realizes people are there, he talks a little bit more. Yeah, most of his he, talking is at the end of the film. And he smells their, yeah. their shoes. I love Which is that. the reason why he knows there's more people more in the people house. Because mm-hmm. he finds um, their shoes on the ground. But in the trailer, uh, in this, in this uh, they tease the sequence of them being trapped in the dark. Him uh-huh. turning out the lights on them. Uh-huh. In the trailer they have him specifically say, now you know what it feels like to be blind or to be me, something oh. like that. In the movie, that line doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah, I didn't, I don't And I really wanted that. him to say that when he turns out the lights, because that's a real, that's yeah. good. I kind of like that. Because I didn't remember that. For me, it was just incredible. Like mm. them groping around in the darkness and then having that, that infrared view from a camera that yeah. only goes about six feet. Yeah. So as you're following a character... And then you see an image in the distance yeah. and it starts to get more and more detail. And then you realize it's him yeah. and not, not Alex. Mm-hmm. And she's like practically touching him. Yeah. Man, that scene. I've never, I've never felt that level of just fear mm-hmm. in an audience. That, that was, I think incredible. And in most films, uh, something like that would be, I feel like they would, beat it over the head like there is a fair amount of explaining in the movie but alex never feels like he's saying stuff just to say stuff yeah that he he's actually telling these people important information Mm -hmm. and they're reacting to him like money at one point tells it tells him to shut up several times yeah of like no we don't need to know all these facts (laughs) just shut up you know yeah and this movie does a lot of showing and not telling Mm -hmm. um but what do you think of of that scene when uh when she's up on the harness yeah, I just went, oh shit! Like it was, it like is that is that where the movie everything. ends? I yeah, I I hope not. And well, okay, what what you were saying earlier about everyone being smart, mm-hmm. and what I think this and this plays into how I mean this this movie is very well written uh-huh. because so the the kidnapped girl is dead, mm-hmm. and um, the old man is very you know he's sad about it, and he hides the body in like a concrete slab that he puts into the floor into the floor there's a there's a gap which yeah. means to me that he had always planned on killing he her. always planned on killing mm-hmm. her so he was lying to rocky saying that he was going to let her go yeah to both well the girl either he was always planning her. on it or always prepared for yeah it. if he needed to yeah which which also made me wonder how many more holes in the ground are there also where's his wife she must have died a she must have died ago. yeah but then I, I was just trying to figure out the timeline in my head of um so he went to war that's uh-huh. why he lost his sight mm-hmm. He came home, got married, and have a child, or did he have a child before? I bet then, he had a child. Came went home, to and war. She helped came take home care blind, of him. 
but then where did the wife go? I feel like there's a missing piece there. Yeah. And I don't know if, if we're meant to think that he killed the wife yeah, I don't know. or if we're meant to think that the wife couldn't stand his blindness and left him, but he still got the child. Yeah. Which I either, well, or I think, I think he didn't she have was custody older. of the child. And I think, I think the child was older because she was a college student. Was she a college student? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought she was like at most 16. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. Maybe we the do college see a student picture was, of her at one time. Yeah, she looked she looked older. I don't it's know. To, maybe maybe I'm that, maybe I'm point. mixing up her and the the woman who hit her in yeah. the car. There's uh yeah, there's but there's a lot. I mean, it's it's all very smart. It's all very well plotted out. Yeah. It's not very important that we know his whole backstory. Yeah. I'm, I'm just getting technical. But um yeah, you're right. It, there is a missing piece in his past. Yeah. But the idea that that's where, right in the middle of the movie, when we think, you know, he is going to get away with everything, mm-hmm. that's where the body goes. And yep. we kind of forget, mm-hmm. right? Did you forget? Because I definitely that was did. Just, that was just Cause, done. Because then we get shown the, the semen vial. And yeah. I go, oh, f- fuck. Like, yeah. everything got crazier. Just way more than you'd ever think. Also, I knew, at that point, though, I knew Alex wasn't dead. Yeah, I knew I knew he wasn't dead. Because there was the body the fake out. Yeah. yeah, there was a real good body fake as soon out. As, as soon as the other dude fell over, mm-hmm. I figured Alex either, either pulled him on top of him yeah. to take the blade, uh-huh. or that he just was close enough that... Because how would the guy know? Mm-hmm. So, and then there was that faked death, mm-hmm. and then he saves Rocky. Yep. Uh, they chain up that dude Mm -hmm. and i thought well here we go they're making it out before they can unlock the door bang alex is dead and somehow the dude got out i don't know how he got out so i I thought we were gonna look over and see a bloody stump because that was how dedicated i believed he was right to taking care of his business i think he's the one who set up the system so he knew how to. he just knew the best way yeah yeah and it was just a series of pulleys and stuff so well it was also i mean they also put handcuffs on him yeah but he still had the handcuffs on the yeah. handcuffs were on his arm, and then he had like the rope looped on his arm. Uh, okay. So he just un he just undid unhooked the, the rope end of it. Okay. and then wrapped it around his arm. Okay. Because I out. thought it was crazy that they faked out the death mm-hmm. of Alex and then later killed him in such a crazy way. Oh man, that was so shocking. Because you think you think you they're think they're home it. free. Yeah. And then I didn't even know where the hell this because, was going to go. Because by this point, you forget about the initial scene in the beginning of the movie yeah. of her being pulled down the street. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like she goes, that's crazy. I there's so much of this movie that. And then and then she hits the alarm, and yeah. he's totally overwhelmed because of his hyper hearing. The sound, yeah. And then she knocks him down. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, no, she she gets to that car. Oh yeah. She gets to that car before that. Uh-huh. She goes back to the house. She gets out and then is dragged back, like you're yep. saying. Yeah. She gets to that car and has to fight the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like. Oh dear! Yeah, but I thought what was really interesting. So that was super smart too. The way she handled the dog. Well, she was su- it was super smart because do you remember her story from the beginning? Yeah, she was locked in a trunk before, mm-hmm. so she knows about trunks. She knows how they work. So when she gets into that trunk and starts like starts doing that stuff, I went, oh shit! She her mind had to go back to this horrible situation Experience she was in as a and child, that. and she had to use that to save herself. Mm-hmm. Nuts! Mm-hmm. It was just and then and then she still gets taken back to the house, and then that's where that final fight is. Yep. And when he landed, I thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. There's that blood pool. Yeah, because the then, gun goes off and shoots him in the chest. But then, because of the police responding so quickly, mm-hmm. he didn't die. Yeah. Because the alarm went off. Because the, the girl that he had kidnapped and murdered was in a slab. They never knew. They never knew. They just, I mean, if anything, they saw that and went, ah, oh, he's got some weird kinky sex shit. Yeah. And then just 
Yeah. Well, like whatever. There was nothing to show that there was a dead body anywhere. Yeah. Except maybe some blood, but I don't no, know. No, there was the dude who was killed in the. Uh, well, but in the home invasion. Yeah, they just they saw it as, as him. Yeah. Him protecting. He protected himself. himself. Yeah. They even like the news reporter says like, "Oh, two hoodlums. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he killed them. It was like a hero thing. Yep. Like he was a patriotic." Mm-hmm. And we don't know. We don't know. Like, <clears throat> I don't know how he would find her, but there's she's got that fear now for the rest of her life. I mean, this is uh, unlike uh, Lights Out. Mm-hmm. This one ends with maybe a sequel yeah in such a weird way Mm -hmm. where i went holy shit how he's got a certain set of skills yeah he does (laughs) yeah i yeah i kind of i don't know are you i'm kind of bummed that alex didn't make it yeah me too but i mean it kind of makes sense i mean that's the only dumb decision they make in the entire movie they had the gun Uh uh-huh he was sitting there yeah they should have killed him and left yeah that's it then they never have to worry about him again. They have all the time in the world to get out. Mm-hmm. No one's coming. That's true. They're in a neighborhood where gunshots will not be heard. Yeah. Their friend is dead. Yeah. They kill him. They go upstairs. They get their shoes and they leave. Yeah. I don't know. It's a... Uh, they paid for it. Yeah. With that decision. That's a real... And Alex was like a good kid in the whole thing. Like you could tell that he was just doing it because that was the only way he could hang out with these people and make money. Yeah. Because the the economy was just falling apart there this is this fall uh, um it, it follows was another because this was detroit right yeah, yeah they were both in detroit yeah it's kind of making use of this like dying city metaphor mm-hmm. for for horror like uh, yeah. i don't know i like that yeah i like this one a lot I it was really good a lot i mean it, for me it was the same level of, as it follows mm-hmm. like, the, like it follows was more of an indie art artistic yeah. view of horror mm-hmm. horror and it had more of the supernatural elements yeah but this one was totally rooted in reality yeah and much more of a thriller but still fantastic mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. people need to go see this movie yeah they do this is good this is this is why it's it's the one that's in the top 10 still yeah and all it, the i think i think it should stay there all the way through october you know what i mean i think mm-hmm. another horror movie should drop, drop this off later but this this has legs yeah. For sure, it's r- really good. And man, there's a part where uh, where she shoves the turkey baster in his mouth, oh. and the whole theater's Ugh, you yeah. know such a reaction. Yeah, it just it's a good movie in every way. All right, let's talk about Morgan. Morgan. Uh, this film was directed by Luke Scott, mm-hmm. son of um, Ridley. Ridley, written by Seth Owen. Yeah, I just clicked on him for some reason, but he doesn't have much going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't realize it was Luke's. It was a uh, Ridley Scott's son mm-hmm. until re- reading later. That's why. That's why this is like an indie film, but has an amazing cast. Yeah, it's got some really good people in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, least of la- not least of which is uh, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, which we know from Bitch. She, yeah, she, in The Witch. Yep. Uh, she played uh, the daughter. I don't remember what her character's name oh, was. Oh, yeah, not either. But she was so good. But in she that. was so good in that. Uh-huh. And she has such a look that it makes sense to put her in these kind of creepy mm-hmm. movies. Yep. Um, and so, Morgan, this is a weird movie. Yeah. When I initially heard about it, I thought it was going to be more like heady. It was going right. to be more about the ethical implications mm-hmm. of what the characters were doing. Like uh, like almost like Eye in the Sky. Did you ever get a chance oh, to I see that? I see that. Because that, that movie is all talking. Ooh. And it is riveting. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Because part of the trailer for Morgan was the Paul Giamatti scene. Yeah. 
which is really good Fantastic. in the movie. But uh, it's, it's asinine in, in the choices that are made in that scene. Oh, sure. But, uh, but yeah, just well, let's have more of that. Yeah. Because we, this movie's about a, an artificial human yeah. who they're deciding whether or not to get rid of. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be more on the terms of is it ethical, mm-hmm. is it you know moral, you yeah. know what what do we owe to the world, what is what do we owe to this creature, yeah. that kind of thing. And, and, like and it turned out it was, these emotions are valid. Yeah, and it turned out it was more about you know is she going to kill us? Yeah, it ended than, up being a horror action movie. Yeah, which was a that was a disappointment. I part. mean, the the scenes were cool, mm-hmm. but just the movie didn't go in a direction either of us thought it would. No, and well. Hmm. It, I mean, technically it did for me, because yeah. as soon as... Well, you could see where it was going. Yeah, as soon as we met... Uh, uh, but it could have gone a different Kate direction. Kate Morrow's character. Uh-huh. I figured her out pretty quickly. Yeah. That one wasn't, that one wasn't hard. Yeah. Uh, it was, that was ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? That was I mean, I was, I was just on board for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, I didn't get it until, until Fist started flying. And then I'm like, oh... Like, oh, she's talented. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of thought something, and then there's they, a moment where the, 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 the doctor who's, like, in charge, mm-hmm. they finally meet, and she goes, hey, were you in... Uh, no, she didn't even ask. Yeah. She said, when were you there? Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that was the moment where I went, this is, this yeah. is even more than I thought. Yeah. And, and she says something like, there were 30 of us, and by the end, it, there were nine of us. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, if this is like that situation, yeah. then this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah. And they lost 21 people last time? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's even like a great moment between uh, Kate Mara and uh, the, her character and, and Morgan mm-hmm. where she, Kate Mara's behind the glass and Morgan's like, I think we have a lot to talk about. And yeah. I was like, yes, talk about it. And then she left. I was like, no. And it's in when, when you see the end of the movie, you understand it's because Morgan knows who and what she is. Yeah. Morgan knew immediately. Morgan can tell the same way that she knew everything about everyone. And the only difference is, is one of them is, uh, has emotions and the other one doesn't. Yeah. That's yeah. the only difference between them. Yeah. Super weird. Mm-hmm. Super weird. Uh, this is a weird movie. It's yeah. hard to... The, the crazy thing is, is it's weird and it's not exactly what I wanted it to be mm-hmm. and it went it went in a direction that made it, I think, less of a movie because of all the action. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have it talked about some really interesting things. Like also, you said, it had echoes of... I saw your note. It had echoes ex- of Ex Machina. All over the place. Yeah. Which the, is, the part about going outside yeah. and enjoying the outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, this is exactly like that other film. Right. About the robot yeah. that we're worried about. You just take you just take Oscar Isaac, and instead of them being one of him, you make a team of them. You make a team that loves this, loves, loves it. it like a ro- like a like child, a, like a child. Yeah. Instead huh. of instead of and, and Oscar Isaac just didn't love them, just treated them like they were objects, objects and that yeah. ended up being his downfall. Yep. So and this the is same, the other side. The other side of it. Yeah. This is what happens when you love something that's not crazy. Um, and and the the acting across the board I thought was really good. Yeah. You know, everyone did was, a really good job. I in was bothered by Rose Leslie's voice. I uh, think she was trying that? to hide her accent. You're talking about Amy. Sure. You're talking about uh, Chicken from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. She. I don't like her American accent. I. It was. She. She has to whisper to not have an it accent. Was weird. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't into it. She at talks all. super. And it, this isn't the first time I've seen her do an American accent before. Mm-hmm. And she's has a very soft spoken cadence to it. Mm-hmm. And um, it didn't make sense for the role. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, although she was a behavioral therapist, so I mean, it kind of makes sense that she's yeah. soft-spoken. Was in hateful eight Jennifer Jason Lee had an eye missing as well, right? Uh, no, she had a black eye oh, okay. for most of it. Oh, okay, yeah. So it, it was really weird how much mimicking of, other things, yeah, in a weird way. Um, and then she's barely in the movie. And even Toby Jones, I love Toby, oh, Toby Jones. Toby Jones is so good. Um, but I she, definitely, for each of the characters, I kind of like. I was like, how are they going to die? Because we got like a dozen people. Mm-hmm. We got <laughs> we got a killer creature on the loose. Yeah. Uh, what's going to happen? And to- so, Toby Jones doing his best Kiefer Sutherland impression. Well, doing from from Dark City. Oh, I never seen Dark City. You never seen Dark City? Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, uh, but when his character goes off alone and closes the door, I went kills himself. Yep. Like I just. Yep. I just love ticking off the little boxes of like, mm-hmm. how are the people going to go? Yep. <laughs> Who's dying and when are they dying? Yeah. In what order? Um, I was really sad for like the guy who watched over Morgan all the time yeah. and she stabs him with that vial. Yeah. It just shows that she didn't like, care about any of them except for Amy. Yeah. Well, cause Amy's the one who said, I'll take you out. Yeah. So huh. that's a whole, that's a whole mess in itself. Yeah. That she was just faking it for everyone else, mm-hmm. which you find out by the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where she has emotions, but she doesn't understand how to process them or, yeah. or filter them or, yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, the the payoff, which is just, she's she's only five years old. Yeah, you know uh, what I mean. If you if you look at that compared to regular human development, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how smart you are. Mm-hmm. The intelligence and and morality and emotions are yeah. different. Well, and here's another film that plays with the idea of what are her powers? Because mm-hmm. I say, oh, she knows things before they happen. Something yeah. like, okay, so maybe she has slight. She has um, tele- cognitive. She can read people's minds for sure. Well, I I thought it was it wasn't just reading people's minds, but it was because um, she when she met people she would say their name first, and I uh-huh. thought, oh, she can just see two seconds in the future when they say their name. But yeah. then she went deep into Paul Giamatti's brain yeah. and did the and found your stuff about wife hates you or something, and yeah. I was like, oh, oh no. So the only thing the <laughs> and only then she turned out the lights and turned on the arm. With yeah, her brain. that so sucks. That was where it turned into. Is she just going to start picking people up with her brain? Like, yeah. well, where are we going? Here? Because at that point, at that point. I'm just like, well, so then she's not telepathic. She just could, I guess, interface with technology. Yeah. And it was maybe looking maybe, up all of their yeah. information in the computers. Mm-hmm. And that's how she knew everything about them ahead of time, mm-hmm. which is cool. But that's not what the film tells us. Mm-hmm. The film gives us a different, different thing. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as the lights went out, I was like, well, ex machina. yeah come on it's really i mean if you want to see a good film on the same idea but paying off on the premise ex machina is it it's incredible Uh, especially even the double turnaround where the the in uh, i mean i don't want to well go see ex machina because in ex machina the setup that you're told Uh you find out way more later yep and in this film it's the setup that you're told there's actually the idea that it's not just um morgan Mm. is the only synthetic you know whatever Mm -hmm. you find out that that's also uh, Kate Mara's character yeah. is also a synthetic whatever. Yeah. She's a different built for fighting. She's a different line. Yeah, and they're weapons. Yeah, and and the only reason Morgan is there is because a group of researchers at that company were like, "Let's try making one with emotions." Yeah, let's see if it makes makes our, our makes makes fight it better. Makes it a better fighter. Yeah, and they get too caught up in in the fact that it's a child. That it's a child. That, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if that means that for the other lines that they don't start as children. I think they do. And Kate Mara is just faster? old enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think she's probably 10 years old. Okay. Oh, okay. But she just looks like an adult. Yeah. And they probably don't live very long. They mm-hmm. probably die in 20 years. I also found it very fascinating. I mean, I just love um, 
this like weird tight knit community mm-hmm. and, and this you know new person Bunker. comes in yeah. and we're all like finding out about their yeah, weird that was little interesting. secrets and I lives. dug that. Yeah. That was cool. And I was especially into that the cook was like, eh, I'm not really friends with them because they do their weird science stuff and I don't go down into the bunker, yeah. but I make them food and they're real happy. Yeah, and I go hunting. Yeah. And, and then and we he hooked was, up oh, one time. And, oh my God. When he was mad that Morgan made the food better than him, uh-huh. I love that. Because that, that's that so human. That cracked me up. That, I just was like, yes. This is this, finally we're getting into something good. And, and, and he was like, but she just didn't care. There was yeah. nothing. Behind it. And it wasn't even like that she had learned it. She just knew yeah. the exact methodology yep. and could perform she it. She just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there are parts of this movie that are, that really shine. And then he was the by only the end, one it just kind of, it kind of undercuts itself by yeah. the end, really, which is unfortunate. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah. But yeah, do you, I mean, do you think that this counts in that horror film vein? I because think it is definitely the I, setup of, you know, here's a bunch of people, watch them all die. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a thriller, but it uses horror elements all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it throws those out in the last like third of the movie. As soon as as soon as she gets out of the bunker, yeah, it's not a horror movie anymore. Mm-hmm. It is now an action movie, and we've got two cyborgs trying to kill each other. <laughs> I also wondered if um, what's her name could figure out how to get out of the bunker by climbing up the stack and kicking the glass. Yeah, why didn't Morgan? Why didn't Morgan that? never do that? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. that was a real head scr- uh, Morgan, scratcher. Oh, uh, I mean, Morgan wasn't as tall as so maybe Mara, she couldn't have. And she did wedge herself up that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. She, I just don't think she physically could do it. I'm sure if she was there for a couple more years, she could do it. Yeah. And then they'd be screwed because she would. They would just go down there and she'd be gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just this is. I mean, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, the acting across the board is great. Mm-hmm. The writing up until a certain point is good. Mm-hmm. And well, I think uh, the writing's pretty good throughout. It's just the action scenes throw off the writing. At a certain point, there is no more dialogue. Yeah, there is no more dialogue. It's just punches and stabs, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It really should have played up more of the you know ethical questions or. Yeah. You know what do what do two synthetic humanoids have to say to each other? Yeah. What does one tell the other about life and love? And the other because they can feel emotions and the other one doesn't. Yeah. That's interesting. Even when she does, she comes face to face with emotions several times, Uh and she just kind of like doesn't react. They like they. It's just like waves hitting a rock, and it just goes. You know, it just you see it hit her, and it just goes away. When the guy kisses her, she kind of. she smiles at him. She smiles because that's kind of like a weird polite yeah. thing. It's like, this is the reaction She's that I must give. She's always polite. And then goes. Like, it's it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I think know. it's played super well. I think it's good. I loved the shots of the forest. Like, of when what? we're... Uh, of the forest. Like, oh, yeah. When we're in the bunker and stuff, everything looks good. But the way the forest is shot and just... We get these super wide angles and just gorgeous, like... It really shows that these two synthetic people mm-hmm. are like in this big, like they're feeling nature. Yeah. And one of them has a response to it, and the other one just views it as a battlefield. Yeah. And that's the one that wins. Uh-huh. That's the one. And it, it makes sense because throughout the entire movie, uh, uh, the commander of the X Force tells her, um, sorry, comic book reference. I, yeah. <laughs> you don't remember from the X Men movies? Oh, Wolverine? That- Oh, is that what they... That's him. Oh, okay. What's his name? What's his name? Commander whatever. That's her boss in the Striker? Movie. Yeah, Commander Striker. That's him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Brian... That was my least his name favorite uh, X-Men movie, X2. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Uh, 
they uh he tells her exactly what she can or cannot do and she does exactly that yeah whereas morgan gets upset and kills everybody yeah so in the end that is the better soldier yeah we're we're in some kind of futuristic world where we this has been have, happening for a while. Yeah, but most people don't know it. Yeah, maybe because, they, either they don't know it or uh, it's so natural that it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, the only one who knows that she's not a person is the doctor, is yeah. the main head woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's the only one who knows. Yeah. And everyone else doesn't. So this is not a world. Mm-hmm. Like, they they think that Morgan is this miracle. Well, because she has emotions. No, I think it's more than that. I don't think they know that the other lines have been successful. Like, how, if you're running secret secret research facilities that are most likely illegal, mm-hmm. oh, you don't. You unless don't, suddenly government laws yeah, have changed. I know we yeah. don't. We don't know about that. But I'm saying the different branches don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. They're all doing independent studies. Did and they research. say where they were? Were they in like Iceland or something? Uh, I don't know. Holy shit! If they were in like a different country, this could be a whole thing where this corporation. Does their shit? Yeah, because where's, where's, where's Helsinki? Government. Yeah, I kind of like that now. But see, I think I think we both looked at the same thing and took different things away from it, which is a, yeah, a weakness of the in film. Finland. Yeah, I think this is a weakness of the film where it doesn't quite. Set it it kind of plays up the idea that they that the movie doesn't want us to know mm-hmm. that the people know, yeah. but maybe the people do know, and the, the movie doesn't want I, us to know. That I think they know. the doctor knows. I think everyone else thinks she's a human being, and that's why they're upset about how cold she is. Yeah, everyone is pissed off at her well, because they're excited and happy yeah. and want her to see how much of a, a miracle this is mm-hmm. and she never thinks that because she is one yeah, yeah. and they don't know it they don't know how far Not along just the see, research she is. is one but then she was also instructed to do a do a business yeah and she's sweep, just at, doing sweep it. out everybody yeah and and i think i think it's because they don't know that there's been a success mm-hmm. i really think that mm-hmm. the only thing they know about is helsinki which was a huge fa- failure do you think um so they were they were gonna knock out uh, they were gonna kill Morgan. Yeah. Do you think after that Kate Mara would have just swept him? I think so. She wanted to make sure Morgan was down first, and then yep. would have swept him. Yeah, yep. that's interesting. If if they were if they were not so uh, connected mm-hmm. and cared about Morgan so much, maybe not. Yeah. But as soon as she saw that, uh-huh. like she could tell initially, right when she got there, that's why she called her boss on the phone again mm-hmm. and was like, "Hey." Shit's going down. I have yeah. your full authority here. Yeah. And that's when she realized that she was going to have to kill everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's layers here. There's stuff going on. Yeah. It's just, we don't get enough and the movie switches gears so hard mm. that neither of us enjoyed it, I think. No. And, uh, do I have anything else to say? I don't know. It's, it's, it's not, it's interesting, but Ex Machina is by far mm-hmm. a better film that talks about these things. Yeah. I'm glad that girl's getting work though. Yeah, she's, she's really good. good in The Witch. Yeah, she's really good. I think she's. I think, I think she's, she's great in. in this. Um, this is going to be a little unfortunate. She's in uh, M Night Shyamalan's next film. Which one is that? Split. It's one where James what? McAvoy has twenty-eight personalities. Oh, I actually want to see that. <laughs> I kind of do too, but also mm. I like James McAvoy too. <laughs> I hope it's good. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, do you want? I know? like Elevator. Elevator? No. Uh, Devil. Down Devil. It was called Devil. I, and that was way better than it had any right to be. Yeah. And uh, people have hated on it, and I've always thought it was a really good movie. Yeah. And it's got this weird spiritual, religious yes. overtone yes. to it. Yes. It is actually super interesting. Yes. Um, but it, it falls into this weird thing where the pieces fit too well together. Yeah. By the end of the movie. Yeah. 
and you're like, oh, come on. Uh, do you want to know what, what was a better movie than Lights Out but didn't do well and no one probably saw? Oh, what? Darkness Falls, which was about the Tooth Fairy. I mean, I saw it recently, and it's bad. You thought it was bad? It's really uh, bad. I haven't seen it in a while. I just I had better feelings about that than I had it's for Lights really, Out. It's really, really, really bad. But that I, one changes the rules faster than Lights yeah, Out and, uh, and back and forth. I guess I just like the fact that it was a Tooth Fairy that was the bad guy. They made that up. I remember reading, like, that wasn't, at the start of the, them making that movie, it wasn't the it Tooth wasn't Fairy. It wasn't about the Tooth Fairy? And by the end of the movie, they went, okay, yeah, see, it's the Tooth Fairy I, now. I didn't know everything about it when I saw it. <laughs> it's, I mean, I kind of got that feeling watching it. I went, oh, they really didn't know what they, they were making They changed here. the script as they were going. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, but in my head, all I could think about was Darkness Falls while I, think it was I was watching made Lights in, Out. It was like in Australia, so mm-hmm. there's, the, that's just also kind of a, I was gu- like, oh, there's nobody in this movie. I think what I liked more about that is the guy was way smarter about it. Like He, he understood, like, this thing can only be in the dark, well, so yeah. I need to 100% prepare myself. Yeah. Bring all these flashlights, bring all the stuff with me. Yeah. And I was watching the people in Lights Out going, what are you doing? Like, you have one flashlight? Yeah. One? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Before you go over to your mom's house, go to Home Depot and load up. Make a vest of lights. Yeah. You know, patch them all over yourself. Well, then she would just use her lights off power. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Blue light it up. Make a blue light bodysuit or black light. Yeah. I'm just saying. And then you put like lights on your hands and you beat the crap out of her with your bare hands. And then I just turned this movie. This isn't Ghostbusters. I, I turned it into Morgan. Yeah. Or or Ghostbusters. I still don't like the the ghost puncher. Oh yeah, they're they're like special weapons they made. We didn't need that. No, I mean there was it was in one was a good cool moment. whip scene. Yeah, the whip. The, the whip slow was motion cool. whip scene was dope. And the whip kind of made a little more sense than pun- puncher because it's a, like a power. Zappers. It's a it's a, an energy cable. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The uh, magic magic energy cables oh. make more sense. Yes. Uh, I don't know uh, of this of these three. Don't breathe, obviously the. And I, the, I also the, think it's it's not a coincidence that don't breathe is the one with the the least or no supernatural elements. Right, and, uh, and some the, people might say like, oh, he's blind. How is he so good? It's like, well, he was we don't know how forces, long he was blind. Yeah. And yeah, he was special forces. Like, like he was a killer before he ever lost his eyesight. Yeah, and they say that when you lose your eyesight, other senses get stronger. Mm-hmm. And this guy has been living in this house for we don't know how long. Yeah. I mean, it shows how much he knows the area because in that scene where, where all the lights go out, he's touching different things in the environment. Yeah. So he knows exactly where he is. Yeah. It just, Not just touching, but he's reaching out before he gets yeah. to it, knowing that he knows it's coming yeah. and that's going to be there and that's where he knows where he is. Yeah. He yeah. knows exactly where he's standing at all points. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Don't breathe is pretty and good. Taking a killer's eyesight away doesn't make them any less of a killer. Yeah. They adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I think that's it. Yeah, those, are, those were good trio of reviews. Yeah, not bad. I mean, it, hey, it could have been way worse. Could have been way worse. Yeah, way way worse. They weren't perfect, but pretty good. Let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. What are those movies? Bridget Jones's Baby. Uh, I, I, let's not review this because I haven't seen any of the other ones, and okay. I, I. Don't want to watch three movies. I also forgot to say we've teleported back to 1999 because right. Blair Witch is coming out. Yep. And is... Blair Witch and Bridget Jones' Baby. And I believe the first Bridget Jones came out in like 99. Mm-hmm. Like this is Yeah. We're happening. taking a big step back. And then we come back to the present for Snowden. Yep. 
which Oliver Stone's directing, and I'm pretty sure he committed a whole bunch of war crimes in the 80s, so it's really interesting he's directing a movie about this kind of stuff. Well, he's kind of defending him. That's yeah. the, uh, this is the greatest American mm. hero. I mean, uh, and this movie was supposed to come out like a year ago. I know. It's just a little hypocritical, it. though, I think, to, uh, the director who did that stuff is doing. I don't know. I don't know. Well, sorry. Oh, political. have you seen the trailer for Snowden? Yes, I want to see it. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm very... I, don't I, read, know. I read about his life. Like, I don't know if I'm into happened. Joseph Gordon-Levitt doing weird voices for every yeah, role he's in I don't now. want... No, he needs to stop. He can he's just French, be himself. Yeah, just be you. Mm-hmm. Just Joseph... All right. And then Joseph the, Gordon-Levitt... I know you listen to the show. Just trust me. We love you for you. Mm. You don't need to pretend to be other people. I know it's your job, but you don't need to completely pretend to be someone else. You don't need to adopt these crazy accents. Yeah. There are hardworking Frenchmen in Hollywood that need those roles. Just come on. Look, uh, what was what was that movie where he was a bike messenger? The bike messenger. It was like high velocity or something. Highfalutin. Yeah, what was it, it called? I don't even. Whatever. It doesn't it, matter. Uh, that was fantastic. That was fantastic. That and was, you were just you. That was a B movie of the highest B movie quality standards. Michael Shannon. He was in that movie. Premium right? Rush. Premium Rush. Yeah. Exactly. And it was something like that. Incredible. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make. You don't need to make voices. Mm-hmm. Come on. We love you. And then in limited release, Wild Oats. Yep. Before we play guest ending, let's give some thanks. Starting with. Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout. We got that from the YouTube Audio Library. Yay. Uh, go to youtube.com slash audio library for that and more. Yay. Uh, our logo was done by Justin Kizan. He's an artist and a writer. You can read his writings uh, on Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. Uh, another podcast I do is called Pick Your Path. It's a choose your adventure style enhanced podcast where you, the listener, get to make choices as you read along. I believe we're going to have a new, uh, uh, what we consider a bonus episode coming out soon, Ooh. Uh, where it's not our typical style, but it's uh, between seasons. We're goofing around. We're having some fun. Hopefully, it's coming out soon. Uh, Keep the wheels turning. Yeah. And if Tom was here, you tell about Optogram.org, his website, where you can read all of his writings, and you can find his short stories on Amazon and Smashwords. Jordan. I stream over at twitch.tv backslash weekly. Also, uh, write on... Twitter and and I have an Instagram account. Whatever I post pictures of dogs and, and sunsets and stuff. Uh, this weekend I am playing a little game called the Bioshock Collection mm. on Xbox One, and I'm gonna go through this month and just beat all of the Bioshock games again because those were masterpieces. So come on by every Saturday. From 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I will be playing the Bioshock games. And uh, I'll try and go through them quickly so that way every weekend it'll be like first Bioshock one weekend, second Bioshock the next weekend, and then Infinite the last. And uh, that should be a lot of fun. So I'll see you over at twitch.tv backslash Gamer Assault Weekly. And if you like this podcast, you should check out all the podcasts on the Benview Network, benviewnetwork.com. Uh, and our personal website is nvpodcast.com. Our email nvpodcast at gmail.com. And on Twitter, at Podcast and my podcast, 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 podcast. I mean, you messed yourself up by changing your podcast, your your podcast Twitter name. My Twitter name is at Podcaster Andrew. And I'm at True Valk. So now it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. They do. All You're right, so I'm going to do Bridget Jones' Baby. Yep. Directed by Sharon McGuire, starring Renee Zellweger, Colin Firth, and McDreamy. Is that is that the wife of Jerry Maguire? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, the continuing adventures of British 
of British publishing executive British Jones as she enters her 40s. Well, you. Uh, so if you have seen um, the trailer for this, I have. Right? So you'll know that she has a baby, but she doesn't know who's the dad. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So she's really, uh, it, it's, it's either the man that she used to love, Colin Firth, uh-huh. or a new man who she has met in her new travels, McDreamy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, she's, she, she doesn't know. She can't math it out because mm-hmm. it was too soon to mm-hmm. each other. It's the classic Mamma Mia trouble. If you've never seen Mamma Mia, go watch that. It's yeah. a great musical, not the film, dear God. The, I mean, if you can just listen to the soundtrack. If you just want to <laughs> yeah. listen to ABBA music that turns into a story, there uh-huh. you go. There you go. Uh, but the plot of Mamma Mia was, of course, that uh, this girl didn't know who her dad was because uh, her mother. she finds her mother's diary and finds that she had had, had liaisons with three men all around the same time. But she doesn't know which one's her dad, so when she gets married, she invites all three of them to try and trick them into telling her. That's a whole plot of that movie. Yeah, and this movie just steals that what? because what you don't know mm-hmm. is that they don't want you to know. And it's, it's basically a glorified cameo. But in the original two films, it was two, uh, another man fought with Colin Firth for Bridget Jones's heart. And that man was Hugh Grant. What? And Bridget Jones, God love her at 40. She can still get three men to sleep with her within two weeks. And that's what she did. And Hugh Grant's the real dad. Nice. Hugh Grant. Is he is he the prime minister like he is in so many movies? Well, he's become it by now. Oh, my goodness. That's the thing. In the first Bridget Jones, he was not. Mm. He was just a TV executive. Yeah. But now with Brexit, they really tie into modern affairs. Wow. Good on them. Yeah. With Brexit going on, they say, how crazy would it be if he was the prime minister? And he is. And he's the father. And his son will ascend to the throne because that's how Brexit makes it work now. Yeah. It's it's really weird. Yeah, if you're not, not keeping up with British politics... Shit's going crazy over there. Shit's going crazy. Yeah. Bridget Jones will be the next queen. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that, and means, also, wait, that means the son is going to be the king. Yeah. Wow. Well, who said it's a son? That's true. That's true. Double twist, it's twins. What? Boy-girl twins. So queen, king and queen... Yeah, ruling but, together. Yeah, but separately. Yeah. Because this, this is going to lead to the this spinoff. Isn't, this isn't Game of Thrones. So... so the author of the... So these are based on books. The author of the original Bridget Jones books realized that nobody wants to read about this poor woman uh-huh. uh, living her life. So she set it up so she could do a spin-off series set mm-hmm. 100 years in the future in the post-apocalyptic style young adult telling uh-huh. of what happens to the children of Bridget Jones. Oh. So it's Bridget Jones' baby and then it becomes... And they rule the, the Jones's island twins is the series. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like the last bastion of... of mm-hmm humanity and, and mm-hmm. peace mm-hmm. in this godless forsaken land mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. so that's how that ends that's incredible man they got so much in that movie yeah what is that like uh three and a half hours yeah wow it's a big one good on them well i mean it's it's this is part one yeah they don't want to say it now yeah they would just want you to figure it out they'll announce because yeah. the movie just ends like in the middle like the first lord of the rings does yeah. Yeah. man you remember all those pissed off people who saw the first lord of the rings and didn't realize it was a trilogy but didn't the second one come out the same year yeah but later that year yeah but if you weren't in the we know used to be spoiled yeah matrix one and two yep or no two and three came out in the same year yep kill bill one and two came yeah. out in the same year. I bet two and three was kind of a gut punch. Well, like, yeah, boom, boom, like. But oh, no, but man. we're still. I mean, that was still. That would. That will never happen ever I again. I mean, they, they tried to do that with with the Hobbit movies, but those that didn't work. Well, then they went. Hey, wait, money. Yeah, 
That's so. terrible. All right, please. Well, because you, you have to film them all at the same time and then do production and yeah. then... Just, you know, no one wants to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait, isn't he working on all seven Avatar movies right now? Who? Cameron? Yeah. He said he's been working on Avatar movies since the last... Since the since last the, one, right? And that was 2009. So I think... I think he is doing. I think he is doing that. I think he's doing it so that way one will come out and then one comes out every year afterwards. I think he already filmed them all. I'll be surprised if we see another Avatar film by 2019. Really, I will be actually surprised. Man, I hope they come out soon. Because he's been saying he keeps pushing it back a year every year. But by the time they come out, no one will care anymore. Exactly, and they're still making an Avatar land in Animal Kingdom at Disney Disney World. Oh man. If it's floating islands, that's cool. I don't think we have the I technology. Hope I hope it's floating. Star Wars Land is going to open first, and that's where we're all going to be. I mean, that's the only reason why I'm keeping. And then Anaheim's going to literally sink into the ocean because every single person will be standing in Star Wars Land. Yeah. This, the fire codes will be broken. It's the only reason I'm renewing my Disney Pass. So the only reason I'm thinking about getting a, getting one anyway. I mean, if you get one, we'll go. And okay. we can do live Nerd's Eye View from do, Disneyland. Do your, do your I'm sorry. I'm just excited about Nerd's Eye View from Disneyland. Uh, Wild Oats. Limited release, directed by Andy Tennant, starring Jessica Lange, Demi Moore, Shirley MacLaine, uh, which is crazy. I didn't think uh, she would she would be there after the last uh, Die Hard movie, and uh, Bill, Billy Conley. Everything changes for Eva. Why? Why is it? Why is it That's EVA? That's how MDB, you interpret That's how that however you want. Interesting. When she receives a life insurance check, accidentally made out for five million dollars. Instead of the expected $50,000, she and her best friend take the money and head out for an adventure of a lifetime. So, um, just like Morgan, uh, we, we get these, these actresses, and they're, they're having a good time. They're, they're going out. They're doing good stuff. You eventually realize that uh, Eva is, is uh, short for uh, something that I'm not going to make up right now. But she's, she's a cyborg. And and uh, she's not aware of it. She's a part of this big test, and um, the like her husband that died or whatever. Uh, there was really no husband. This is all just a fabrication, and they're giving her five million dollars, and they're kind of just letting her go out. Um, she has you know the basic laws of robots instilled in her, so she can't hurt other people. But they're just kind of letting her out, and they want to see what a cyborg woman will do with five million bucks and her friend demi moore is is a scientist that's faking being her friend i and love is this going so going along for the ride you're doing it uh, to to figure out like what is this woman given given the ability to just choose whatever she wants what is this cyborg gonna choose and of course they hit up all the main stuff what we were talking about they go to disneyland they go to disney world they go to paris disneyland they go to tokyo disney they they hit up all the disneys and the demi moore is like in constant contact like every night with with home base and they're like why does she go on disneyland and they realized that when they were programming her they had one of those 80s things which is like hey you just won where are you going and she's choosing Disneyland. So they're like, this is a false positive. The only reason she's going to all these places is because it's in God, this is her so programming. Uh, we need to figure out something so that way she can just choose. So Demi takes Jessica Lange to a, uh, to a, uh, uh, what's it? They don't even really exist anymore. A travel agency and says, look, there's all these places we can go all over the world. And, 
uh, I don't want to go into it because it's too many places, but they're traveling the world. And every single time they go to a place, they find out that it's because of something they messed up in her programming. She just keeps picking little random things that they've made when they brought her memories together and gave her this backstory. She's just picking stuff out. And that's what's coming into her mind. And by the end of the movie, she spent the $5 million because it's just this whirlwind fun thing. They don't even realize it. They're like, I think they're in in, uh, New Zealand and they're like, wait, we don't have any money left. And uh, that's when Demi Moore like just reaches up behind her head and turns Jessica Lange off. Dang. Like it just nonchalant out of nowhere. It's this big shock in the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, turn her off and she calls home base and they, they come down and they pick her up and they're like reading everything. And they realize like they kind of watch this movie from her perspective and they're breaking it down and they say, well, why did she choose all these places? Is it because we really messed up? And they realize that the way she was picking things was things that she had seen in her life. Even though they had made the memories for her, it's the same way human beings do it. You know, they're eight years old and they see this thing about Disneyland and it just, there's this thing that sticks in their mind. So when they get money, where do they go? They go to Disneyland. It's the same way human being works. And what they thought was a failure, this entire movie, they realize is actually a success. And the end of the movie is them setting up another Jessica Lange with different memories. And they cut her a check and they turn it on. And Demi Moore's like, let's do it again. Because they've got to prove these results. So, and that's, that's how it ends. That's good. I like that. I, I like went, your mix and match there. Yeah. Uh, so now we can end the guessing. Yay. And call an end to this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, all of our thoughts on the various films. Yeah, an unprecedented episode. We, we kind yeah. of mashed we everything, together. everything together. Yeah. Uh, I also hope, I mean, the, you know, these are, uh, some of them are horror films. Right. We got Halloween coming up. Yeah, I spooky, think. Spooky time. Go it's see. It's a good time. Definitely go see Don't Breathe. That's yeah. the one that I'd recommend. Yeah, I, and don't wait because, I mean, new movies are going to be coming about in October, yeah. new horror movies. Yeah. I think this is a good time to get yourself in the mood mm-hmm. because there are <laughs> the decorations are in Disneyland already for Halloween. Yeah. Like now's the time. Mm-hmm. Start the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until next week, what are we going to review? I guess Snowden. Unless you want to do Blair Witch. E- I'm just going to make that noise. Uh, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, come back next week to find out what we're going to review. <laughs> Probably Snowden, I guess. I guess. Uh, until then, this has been episode 293. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. And remember, listeners, if a suited dude comes up to you and says, hey, we've got to hang out with Diana. Uh, she's, she's important in my life, and uh, we can't do anything about that. Uh, just remember that her husband is a blind dude that lives in Detroit. You don't want to go with him. So maybe hanging out with, uh, with Sophie is a good choice. Um, but don't visit your niece because she works in, uh, in some place in Europe in a bunker. And that's just bad, too. Just the whole family screwed up. Get away. Just get away as quick as you can. Yeah, I saw them earlier and I was like, maybe Snowden. I'd be interested in seeing, but like, well, I'm gonna see Bridget Jones's baby. That's I haven't even seen the other ones.
uh, outstanding sound mixing for a comedy or drama uh, at a one hour length. I like how they're one hour. Comedy uh, or drama, one hour. Yeah, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, sure. A, a lauded comedy show. Uh, outstanding sound mixing for a comedy or drama series, half hour and animation. <laughs> I think I'll just and animation. Mozart in the Jungle. This, this is getting worse than glo- glo- Outstanding s- sound editing Glowed for a series. Black Sails. Fuck yeah. That is such a good <laughs> show. I didn't know it was still on. No, yeah, oh, dude. It's still. It's so good. It's so good. And there's so much sense. Is that the one with Malkovich? No. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.